0: Hi guys, it's Vicky. This is Zone 7 and I'm here with Bermi, um a comedian who I found through Instagram. I am um, it it made me really interested to talk to you because I think comedy is one of the most creative art forms out there.
1: Oh, thank you, man. <laughs> I we, I think a lot of us feel like like we that we're the, that that we uh we're looked down upon, man. Really? Well so something I don't mind. I think it's uh, just telling jokes. It's not it's not, you know, yeah. you're not like creating like a film with great mise scene and all of that, <laughs> you know what I mean, it's not, but it's, it's fun though.
0: No. Yeah, but there's so much work that goes into it, right, like, before, even just, I like to watch comedians when they're testing out new material, but even just from testing out new material to consistently performing it, so much work goes into that, Yeah, understanding, you know, how do different audiences react to this. What mm. is your process behind writing new material? And then how do you go from writing the new material to performing it?
1: The uh, process, I don't know, it, it's quite organic, I guess. Sometimes you just think of an idea, something happens, and then yeah. you start, you know, you, I, there's different ways sometimes you talk, I, I can talk through it with someone else,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then you start bouncing and you start finding the funny. Sometimes, you, Sometimes you do have to just old school just sit down, mm-hmm. you know, put down your ADHD and just look at the laptop and just be like... <laughs> Just shut it down and it does come. It mm-hmm. does come. It's it's just like any 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 muscle. You you work it, you get funnier. And I genuinely I know and I, I think I think anyone can do it. I know that sounds mad, but I've always I really do think that.
0: You've not met some of my friends. <laughs>
1: nah, I think so. I think if you had the confidence, yeah. I think anyone I genuinely think anyone could do it and get better and better and better. It's just yes. if you want to do it. But if someone really wanted to do it, because I think anyone could do it. Because there's different types of styles, anyway, right? Some people don't seem naturally funny, yeah. But like, I've got mates that are not that funny off stage, even. Yeah. They're a bit awkward, but then they do comedy, and that awkwardness kind of works, yeah, on stage, and it's funny, and they just found a way to make it funny. If yeah. that makes sense, it's like humans like a universal language. So I, I don't know. I think most people, more people than can do it than they think. Obviously, there's different levels to it, but I don't know. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's like the delivery. So much of it is like the same joke said by 20 different comedians. Some will get a laugh, some will get booed off stage. Exactly. Steak. How do you control, I mean, do you go into it just thinking this is how I want the delivery on this one to be? Or are you just yourself? And hopefully that comes across well to the audience.
1: Well, I would say, yeah, a lot of the time, sometimes I'll think about how, if I want to do like a very specific thing, mm-hmm. I'll think about it. But I would say definitely one of my strengths that is, I am quite performative naturally. Yeah. So a lot of the time I think of something funny and I might not even be 100% sure how I'm going to say it until I'm actually
0: yeah.
1: saying it on a stage. And a lot of it is audience. Like the audience in comedy is great because actually the editing, a lot of the decisions are based on the audience yeah. feedback. Right. If I say something and it doesn't work one way, then I just know.
0: Yeah. You understand? Sense. It's yeah. like,
1: yeah, the audience is, that's what's great about it. There's such a big part of it. And then something, sometimes maybe in the delivery, for example, let's say I try a joke and then people laugh at a very particular way I've done it. So I record all my stuff, right? Then I'll go back, watch it, listen to it. And then I might think, okay, that was funny.
0: Yeah.
1: Do that bigger. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? They yeah, liked yeah. that. Do it bigger, do it longer, do it more. And then people are like, okay, uh, you know, yeah. so it's just, yeah, it's, it's interesting. I like it. It's fun.
0: It's a real learning process as well. Like from show to show, there's so much. For example, it might have worked for three different audiences and then the fourth one's like, absolutely not interested. Facts. How do you almost play off of the audience? Because my favourite bit about a comedy show is where they're interacting with the front row. Uh, I am a serial front row uh, seater. <laughs> I love. In the least, like, self-degrading way possible, being made fun of. I yeah. think we should all take
1: a That is that's, that's bull.
0: <laughs> yeah, and uh, my partner, who absolutely hates it, I make sit with me. So we always get made fun of as a pair, which is uh, possibly his least favourite thing about me. Fair enough. How do you just off the cuff, because that's not something that you can rehearse, really, um, interact with your audience and make sure they're staying engaged? I
1: guess it's practice, man. It's practice. It's fun. It's like, I guess... Sometimes it's knowing, maybe not knowing what you're going to say, mm-hmm. but knowing I'm like a really big believer in like the, when I when I go on stage, the thing I think about most is not even my jokes or even necessarily how I want to deliver them. It's more the energy I want to be created yeah. in the room. And I'm one of the, I like, like my favorite comedians in terms of performance. I really love Steve Harvey
0: mm-hmm.
1: Right Who most people Don't even watch His stand up anymore Who's done like, But if you go Watch his old videos It's just Steve Harvey the other guy called Dion Cole On um, Bernie Mac They When they're on stage It feels like a party In the crowd Like Chris Tucker The same thing So when I'm doing audience Stuff Where I'm interacting With the audience I just want it to feel Fun mm-hmm. And light No matter what I'm saying And so sometimes It might be Very dark
0: Yeah
1: But say it with a lot of Levity if that makes sense Just yeah. make it Breezy and fun and all of that sort of stuff. So yeah, it just depends on what's happening in the crowd. It's just you got to be ready for everything and just stay calm. To be honest, as you know from that video, it's just (laughs) sometimes it's just about going. Yeah, you have to be. If everything is moving, it's chaotic. You on stage, you've got to be like, Mm. which is weird to say because I think when people watch me, they normally say he's crazy and high energy. Yeah, but actually, a lot of time in my mind, I'm very zen yeah because if you don't you miss things i can't explain it yeah yeah yeah.
0: no i I know it's a very controlled environment Mm. and very quickly an audience can turn on a comedian where everyone feels like this guy's not funny anymore
1: there you go (laughs) and that's it and then you've lost them right whereas if you if the energy in the room is good you can get away with some jokes that don't land because they go ah we like him anyway we'll let him get away with that (laughs) so that's why the energy is just fun it's just, it's, it's all good. So yeah, man.
0: Yeah, and you were saying earlier some of your jokes are quite dark or maybe difficult for people to laugh at sometimes. Mm. How do you sometimes look at a joke? And like, if you're in a group of friends, everyone knows you're well-meaning. Everyone yes. knows like this is just a joke. I know yeah, what you yeah, guys yeah, can yeah. take. How do you then decide? Okay, I'm. I don't know this audience, but this is maybe a controversial joke. What makes you put a joke down, and what makes you put a joke into a performance? Mm.
1: Well, it depends, like so me, I have some dark darker jokes. Not like I'm not like an edgy comedian or yeah. anything like that. But I do have some jokes that are like, oof. But I think what helps is I everyone, like comedy is like the way I say it, it's like like any other medium, right? Movies you've got horror, yeah, comedy, action movies, right? Whereas in comedy you will have People that are surreal comedies, people that are dark, like edgy, mm-hmm. more offensive people that do relatable material, people that yeah. do stories, right? So I would say with me, I'm more like, I don't even know what I am really. I just try to have fun with it. And then I'd, I'd, I, I don't like offending people, Yeah. even though I say offensive stuff yeah. sometimes. So... I think that's part of the, part, the fun for me is having something that is potentially very offensive yeah, and somehow making it very wide-reaching. yeah, reaching. You know, want to get as many people as possible, but still make it, like, unique.
0: And you want people... I mean, what I do when I go to a comedy show is I leave all of, like, my personal stuff at the mm. door. I'm there to laugh. Mm. I'm not there... I, I, get, I get honestly get angry when I'm, on like, scrolling on social media and comedians will post, for example people butting in it's like that wasn't funny or that was offensive why are you yeah a, a comedy show if you can't take a joke I, well,
1: interesting i have a i have a more different view really on that yeah which, which sounds odd as a comedian you would think i'm more just like
0: <laughs> take the joke
1: yeah but I, my view on it is a bit different not not very i get it I just say people should take a joke right mm-hmm. however my, in my experience, what I've realized is, first of all, a lot of people come to comedy shows not understanding how comedy works. People genuinely think that a comedian is just going on stage saying what they think is their true thoughts. It's not written down. It's not a character, blah, 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 right? And the thing about what you just said is it's like a gift and a curse. Mm-hmm. I think people find it funnier yeah. because they think it's truth, Yeah. Is that if that makes sense. No, yeah. So we benefit. Sense from the fact that people are so serious sometimes, but then obviously some people take it the other way yeah. and they go, oh, that was offensive because it meant something to me. But then when you're killing often and the joke is going really, really well, ironically, it's also for the same reason that people get offended.
0: Yeah,
1: People get offended because it's sensitive to them or mm-hmm. it means something to them, but people also laugh because... Oh my God, he's touching something that means something to me. So it's like, I'm always, I never really know what my view is on that, if that makes sense.
0: That makes sense. And actually when you say that, like the ones I laugh hardest at are the ones where I'm like, oh yeah, Yeah. there. And I'm glad I can laugh at it. Mm,
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So in that way, yeah, I feel like when I'm personally touched by a joke, that's when I think Mm -hmm. I'm at a comedy show to laugh. Like, yeah, we can make it serious, but we can make everything
1: serious. Yes. Yes. And I think... I actually, like another opinion. You know how people say, oh, it's too offensive. People yeah. are too offended nowadays. I think it's better. Yeah. Not because I think, the reason I think it's better is not because I want people to not be able to say whatever they want. I, my belief is a comedian can literally make a joke about
0: yeah.
1: anything. Yeah. However, because people are so sensitive nowadays, or more sensitive nowadays, what that means is, say you wanted to make a joke about something really dark, mm-hmm. right? Let's just say, I don't know, you've got a paedophile joke or a joke about sexual assault or whatever, right? Back in the day, you could do those jokes and it could be a C plus, yeah. B minus level mm-hmm. joke and people would laugh. Yeah. Now, you can still do jokes about those topics, however... It's gotta be an A plus. Yeah, so you don't get in trouble. Yeah, but that's fine. What it means is it make it should make you write
0: better. Better.
1: If that makes sense. The way I see it, it's almost like I think it's more fun. It's like, you know, it's like if you're into like Formula One or something like that, or racing, right? You don't want to watch a race where the track is just like a circle and it's just going around. But say you've got the track and there's like bare corners and it's hard and there's loads of dangerous things, and then you're watching it. You're like, oh, crap, how's he going to get around that corner? How's he going to get around that corner? That's how it feels doing comedy. It's like, okay, now people are sensitive about, okay, you know, people's rights more and then people's feelings and certain marginalized groups. Okay, how am I going to do that joke still in this day and age? And then if you manage to weave your way around it and make it work, (laughs) you can almost feel the crowd like, bloody hell, how has he gotten away with that? That was brilliant. So it's more fun. I think I think it makes it more fun, personally.
0: I think, yeah, I think comedians in the past might have been a bit lazy, because there's certain topics which are taboo, right? Yes. And people need to laugh, because otherwise you've got to make a problem out of it. So... Mm exactly what you were saying there was lazy jokes happening where Mm. people were laughing because otherwise what are you going to do waste your 80 pound ticket and just leave (laughs) leave the auditorium and nowadays people are being held accountable and it's like you can make a joke about a touchy subject in a way that doesn't hurt people and is still funny so it's good to encourage that i think and i definitely agree with actually what you're saying we're allowed to make those jokes let's not be lazy about it
1: yeah let's just make it better and also but that being said on the other side of it there are that's why it's weird. It's like, I think the problem is we've got the internet now and then people see everything. Whereas, for example, let's say you have a Jimmy Carr, right, who is more offensive. Yeah. But then, and there's nothing wrong with that because his audience know that's what they want. Yeah. But unfortunately, because we have the internet now, and then if you put a joke out there, it does go out to everyone, yeah. including people that aren't your audience, and then people can see that joke and go, yeah. what's that? But then complex? it's almost like it wasn't for you, you yeah. it's for the people that came out. So it's very, it's quite complex, to be fair, and nuanced. Yeah, yeah. It's difficult.
0: I definitely agree with that. And I think you've got to be, also as a comedian, be able to laugh at yourself, which yeah. I I love the clip, and I'm going to try and insert into my podcast, of you had someone come on stage, they've yeah. been really noisy and yeah. intrusive the entire time which I think hecklers at comedy shows <laughs> annoy me so much but he'd been front row just kind of treating it like you said in a clip like a cinema um he came on stage quite confrontationally You handled it really well because he, he almost suggested that you know if his, he wasn't there with his girlfriend there would be a problem between the two of you um and you took it really well you kept the comedy going yeah. you engaged the audience even after he left and that to me was really impressive because I haven't seen that level of Like you were saying earlier, atmosphere control. Mm. How do you deal with hecklers? Do you prefer to ignore them unless they're on stage?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hecklers are... It depends on the type of heckler. So that guy and his girlfriend were a particular problem because because if an audience member yells out something at the comedian, that's annoying sometimes, but better because even though they're yelling out, they're engaged yes yeah whereas what he was doing he they were just talking to to themselves Mm. and kissing and stuff like that right so they're just chatting as if nothing is happening in the room yeah so it's almost harder to yeah to deal with because if someone yells out i don't think that joke's funny you can say something back yeah yeah but if someone's just talking amongst themselves which they were doing not just be so the thing about that clip is so you've been to that club before i wasn't the first person on stage there were people on before me yeah. and they were doing the same thing when they were on mm. and they actually tried to oh, right. stop it as well like, even if you see the video in the comments there's a comedian called archie he's written in the comments because mm. he was the one on before me and then he was like oh my god is that the couple that was yeah and i was like yeah that's them because they were he had to quiet them down when he was on and then when i came on they actually left before I went on. And I thought they'd left the venue. Yeah. But actually, they just went to the toilet. Then they've come back. And then they've yeah. they've continued. So when they've talked about themselves, the crowd are irritated. And this yeah. is what people in the clip, obviously, you see me interact with him. But actually, there's a little bit in between where someone in the crowd actually tries to get them
0: yeah.
1: to be quiet as well. And they're just not yeah. listening. And so that's where that whole thing... So, yeah, dealing with them is harder. But like you said, the atmosphere, the whole, no matter what's happening, I'm, my number one thing I'm always conscious of is what's the energy in the room? Mm-hmm. What's the atmosphere in the room? Don't let these people ruin the atmosphere. Yeah. Because that's a. it's hard to come back from. Yeah. Like if, if the room is, if the vibe is wrong and negative,
0: Yeah.
1: it's hard to, it's hard to whatever, it's hard. So...
0: Yeah. and as tricky as that situation is it puts you in the audience on the same side right <laughs> like True. it's the entire room against these two people who seem to have forgotten where they are mm. um and why they're there and yes. especially if you're sat front row keep your mouth shut <laughs> unless you're told because you're it, it's a performance but yeah. it's not one that's pre-recorded the person is live and it's there and in that case yeah, it was yeah, you. Yeah. and it's so easy to get nervous especially when it's such a reactive thing it's not when someone's singing, you're not gonna boo, you're not gonna move yeah,
1: them, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with
0: the joke and that, it's very the expectation is to be engaged, to laugh or to, to not laugh sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that was handled really well and I think is a testament to your ability to just joke off the cuff. Yeah. Um, before we started filming, we, we established that we had gone to schools which were quite yeah. close nice to each other. And actually there was a bit of a rivalry between three schools that were in relatively the same area. Um, and that just got me thinking when you were younger, do you reckon you were the class clown, or were you kind of quiet and the comedy came out later?
1: Nah, I was definitely the class clown, and I, I would be—I was a troublemaker as well. I was <laughs> like a proper troublemaker. So, yeah, definitely. But I never thought of doing comedy, though.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It never—I can't. It never even crossed my mind as an option.
0: Yeah.
1: It was only when I was at uni and someone else
0: mm-hmm.
1: suggested it. Yeah. And even when he suggested it, I went. <laughs> Nah, my friend Nelson Gumbokuma, he's a comedian as well. He was like, yeah, yeah, you should do this. I was like, no, I don't. And I never even watched. I think I would watched one comedian before that online, which was Russell Peters. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know Russell Peters, but famous Canadian Indian comedian. He had one joke, you know, about parents hitting them. A classic joke. One of my Indian friends showed it to me. And I was like, oh, this is great. I think that's the only bit of stand-up I ever saw before that. And then when he suggested it, I was like, Nah, I don't think so. Yeah. But then the more he he literally kept pushing, then I just tried it. And I was like, oh, this is... Yeah. This is fun. Yeah, so...
0: Did you just go to, like, an open comedy night? He
1: ran a comedy club in Norwich. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. At a place called Gonzo's Tea Room.
0: Yeah. He
1: ran a comedy night there once a month. So it was his night. So, obviously, he was the one pushing me to try. So what he did is he invited me to one of his shows once there whilst he was and then before the show he was asking me oh what do you think of this material what do you think of that material his own jokes yeah and i'm like i don't know i'm not a comedian he was just asking me what i thought then when i went to the show and he did the jokes that we spoke about and a few of my ideas were in there and i saw them come out of his mouth and work my brain went oh
0: yeah maybe i could try
1: that so then the month after was he booked me Mm -hmm. to do his own show yeah at Gonzo's, and that was the first time I ever performed, and it was it was really fun. Yeah, I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, that was nuts.
0: I mean, it's make or break that first show, isn't it? Because if it bombs really badly, then I
1: always say this. I genuinely think if I had a really bad time, I might have just gone, oh, not for me. Yeah. And I've had bad times since then, really bad times. But yeah. luckily, my first time was was all right. Yeah. And if I look back, if I ever found the video and I look back, I'm sure it's not great in terms of quality and the technicality of it but i just got off feeling like that's good that was fun yeah. i enjoyed that that was a fun crowd so i was like yeah i'm gonna keep that going
0: and did your friends that were already in comedy were they able to kind of coach you through that process because there's a difference between you you're being off the cuff funny with your friends and someone goes oh you should do stand-up to then writing material and transitioning from one piece of material to another
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
0: How was that process? Do you find that you were able to kind of feed off the people in your life that were already doing comedy? or was
1: Well, it... he was the only one I knew yeah. that was doing comedy. And he was helpful in terms of just getting me started. But then even then, I didn't really commit to it. Mm-hmm. When I first started, I was doing one show every, one gig every, like, I don't know, a few months. Yeah. So I would, I would be on stage maybe 10, 15, 20 minutes once every few months, which is not much time yeah. at all. Um, then when I left uni, I went back to London and then I met a guy called Jimmy James Jones, another comedian on the tube. Oh. Like, I recognized him and I was like, I recognize you, comedian, I'm trying to do it. And then he's the one that was like, oh, come to my gig. I'll yeah. get you one. Then I got on there. That was my first show in London. Terrible. <laughs> Died so hard. And I genuinely thought, oh my God, London is different. Maybe I was only funny in Norwich. Doing, uh, <laughs> then I was like, I'm not going to do it anymore yeah but then jimmy was like nah you're here next week Wednesday," and he made me come back yeah and so in terms of how you're saying help like on the circuit i've met multiple people who have given me nuggets said things to me you just soak it all in i even listen to audience members i'm one of those like like audience feedback yeah quite a lot like i've, I've changed jokes because audiences have said have suggested things
0: yeah
1: yeah just to make it more just to see it you know why not
0: because there's different perspectives as well, and and people in general. Even if you're not someone people think of as funny, you will have funny moments. So if there's an audience member who wants to help with their own maybe funny idea, why wouldn't you take that?
1: Yeah, yeah. And if it's not funny, which in all honesty, most of the time <laughs> it's not funny. But then I just go, oh, thanks, and then I don't. Yeah, yeah. It I don't use it, and then if it is funny, I go. Huh, maybe I will. That's actually interesting as a. And it's not like anyone gives me draw concepts, but sometimes I've had, I've had someone tell me they didn't like that I used a very particular word yeah. in a joke. And, and, it, and it was working like that. But then I just thought, hmm, let me see if I can and I just, and then actually that person saying that, DMing me that, made me think of another word. And it works better, actually, yeah. and it still has the same effect that I want without being as offensive. And I was like, oh yeah, I'll just use that then. Yeah, Just off of that, so.
0: I think that's what makes good comedians great, um, and great comedians great. But it's being able to have that live feedback loop of mm-hmm. taking in considering, because if you can have the same joke, be just as funny, but offend less people, that's more laughter in a crowd. Because people, <laughs> it's almost like at a comedy show, the main currency is laughter.
1: Yeah, wow, we want more laughter. And don't get me wrong, sometimes, you can't take out Mm. the the, the joke I referred to earlier that the suicide thing there's there's a lot of points in that joke which are just like whoa 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 but and I think I need I need them I need all of them so I can't change it yeah but sometimes you can yeah but you know it's just like you said whatever it takes to get the Mm laughs really because that is the currency
0: and we also talked about how sometimes you do shows in a group of comedians, and sometimes you do a show alone. What do you prefer?
1: Um, well, funnily enough, I've only started doing solo shows like, well, I did my first proper one today. Actually, <laughs> so fresh off the press. Literally today. And that was great. That was really, really great. In the same stage where the guy came on stage to try and fight <laughs> me, literally the exact same stage. Um, yeah. And that was, that was, that was really, really good. Um, but yeah, mix that was that was different, and it's, it's interesting when you're on stage longer.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Longer is always more interesting, I would say. Like when you start off in the open mic circuit, you do five minutes. Yeah, most of the time, five minutes. Then you do ten, and then most comedy clubs in London, you like doing you know you do tens and twenties.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But then, but even twenty feels way different. Mm-hmm. then attend the tender pacing is different but even when i just had my hour and people came out i was like oh and then you just get get into the meat of something you can expand yeah. i like yeah the longer longer is better but actually doing mixed builds is fun as well like if you're fo- like depending on who you're following it's great like it can be if you're following someone that's just absolutely wrecked it and then you're there at the back going oh my god i've got to follow that <laughs> yeah and, and they have absolutely destroyed that room and they've just blown the roof off and you've got to go all right, I've got to yeah i've got to go with the thing when you do mixed bills at proper clubs mm-hmm. it 100 make you a better comedian
0: yeah
1: overall like and i did the. I, I've, I've luckily now started playing the comedy store and the comedy store is just like they have like when i did it just now every single the m still are, there's the mc and four acts mm-hmm. um the m the mc and the four acts one and, and the other three acts every single one of them have done Live at the Apollo. Yeah. All of them. Wow. And I was the only one in the lineup that hasn't. You next, huh? Yeah, we'll, we'll see. But <laughs> my point is, it's, not, it's more just that, okay, these guys are on a high standard and I've worked my way up now into being here. But now that I'm here, mm. I ha- the audience don't know that they- when I walk out, the audience aren't going, oh, he's the least experienced. They just know, this is the comedy store. You've all got to bring it. So I have to, step up or I'll sink and then it will be like oh that guy was a bit uh, but the rest yeah. were good. yeah good so it just makes you step up really so mixed bills are really important yeah. really important.
0: We yeah. go to quite a few comedy shows that are mixed bills and you really do compare the comedians. You do. Cuz you've seen them in the same room, same yes. audience, and even if they're completely different styles, it's like who made me laugh the, the most, most or who had the best control of the audience. Yes. So in that way, the comparison's more, but also I guess the pressure, would you say the pressure's less or was it or would you say it's higher?
1: Pressure, I don't know. I don't know. Let me Yeah, I'm not sure. I would say like the show I did today, I wouldn't say it was pressure because it was a bit it was a work in progress show, new material, free tickets, people came out, so it's fine. Um, but I would say the the what's it called again? The um, the mixed bills can be pressure. Yeah. It depends on the point in your career you're at. Right?
0: Yeah. If
1: you're new, newer, and you're just about getting into those places. That's pressure because you're going, all right, this is my chance. I've got to,
0: yeah.
1: I've got knot, and because like you said, people are going to compare.
0: I think a big part of comedy, there's a lot of like accusations of joke stealing. Mm-hmm. How do you, A, deal with if you think someone's st- stolen your joke, and B, if you make a joke that you then see someone else making that's too similar, do you re- I'll put my own spin on it, and then that's what makes it different, or is it, there's no point in getting into that, I'm just going to scrap it. Oof. <laughs> I'm asking the hard-hitting question so
1: joke stealing I've had someone take a joke yeah once where I was in the audience and someone said a joke on stage and I had my mates who were in the audience everyone looked at me I was like isn't that your yeah. thing it was quite early on when I started off and I remember being like really upset about it because the person had a little bit higher status than me as well so yeah. it just felt like oh well, then someone said something to me that was really interesting. They were like, "Okay, first of all, breathe." And it's annoying, mm-hmm. but first thing is that means you're on the right track.
0: Yeah, that
1: you're writing stuff and people are someone that's taking it, someone that is doing better than you. Yeah, so that means you're on the right track. Secondly, he said, "But then make sure you write more original and specific things. The more original and or specific you make it." the harder it is for someone to just take it yeah, because it's so about you and so about your experience or so about, I don't know, just the way you say it. And then if someone says it, they go, people, everyone goes, wait a minute. nah, that's, Mm. that's Bemi.
0: Yeah.
1: That's Bemi. So it almost made me write better. And then in terms of me, if I come up with a joke and, because the thing is there's, there's, there are topics that people, that, the same comedians cover, right? You know, yeah. stuff like that. So a lot of the time it is okay, you think, okay, it's it's more it's more about angles. Okay, what's my angle on it? But then sometimes you do I've seen it when people say similar things. Me personally, if I write something and I think it's out there, I just get rid of it immediately. Mm-hmm. Um I don't even bother. Yeah. Unless I have a unique take on it that makes it different. But if someone else has done it, then someone else has, has done it, right? I and mean, there's even jokes sometimes you think of, and you think, wait a minute, surely someone must have said that, because it's so obvious yeah. in your head. Like, I've thought of jokes, and then literally gone, nah, there's no way I'm the first person to think that, and then gone <laughs> on Google and just typed it in, and then thought, okay, yeah. but you know, that's, that's it. So yeah, me, I think, nah, just get rid of it. No point. Nah, no No point.
0: And there's enough that's funny about each individual inspe- experience that you can draw on stuff. Yeah. And do you often talk about your family members or your friends or do yeah. they prefer to be left out of it?
1: Yeah, I talk about... Um, I talk about my mum and dad a lot, Yeah. actually. I talk about my parents. I got quite a few jokes about my parents in the last year. Now that I think about it, quite a few. <laughs> yeah.
0: Do you run any of them past them? Or yeah,
1: I did run it? one past my mum once. Um, um i've got a picture of my phone i can show you it's actually very funny like we're <laughs> video calling and i was telling her the joke and she was screaming she was like you can't say that about me but she was laughing and she was in tears and i've literally got a screenshot of my mom crying yeah. laughing and me well, was laughing but that's just me testing out the joke on her I'm like look this is what i'm saying about you it's a lot And she was like, what on earth? I cannot believe you're saying that on stage. And she was just like in tears. It was funny because she kept saying, you can't say that on stage. But she was laughing at the same time. She was like, you can't say that on stage. But I'm just like, I follow the laughter. I don't, whatever, you understand? If audience, if someone comes to me after a show and says, I didn't think, well, we weren't sure about that. If everyone
0: laughed, don't
1: matter. The laughter is the truth. Yeah. So she was laughing. So I was like, "Yeah, I'm keeping is Isn't it?" Have
0: Have they ever vetoed anything or?
1: Nah, my parents have never seen me much. To be fair, my dad has seen. They've seen videos. Yeah. But even if my mom hasn't seen many videos, by on purpose, I don't really send my mom video because my mom is quite like she's super conservative. Yeah. As well. So. And I'm like, I'm literally a mommy's boy, so I don't want to, like, sometimes <laughs> I'm like, oh, I don't want my mom to be upset. And I genuinely think that has dictated a lot of my Instagramming yeah. because my mom follows me on social media. <laughs> so I don't think there's certain... I would never post stuff because a lot of my jokes, I'm like, oh, i can't post that my mom will see it. But, like, this last one, my mom hates swearing.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And obviously, I drop an F-bomb, like, and... I I know I've literally had jokes, where I'm, going, I'm not posting that because my mom won't like it. <laughs> but that one, I was like, I'm, I I literally texted my mom a few days before it went up. I was like, look, a video is about to go up. Trigger
0: warning. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna swear, but I have to put it up.
0: I, I have no
1: choice. I have to put it up. And she was like, going oh, fine, you're my son, I still love you. But funny enough, I didn't tell her what. not mm. in hindsight, it's kind of crazy that I warned my mom saying a video is gonna go up where. I'm swearing yeah. in it, and I didn't say a video's gonna go up where it looks like I'm about to get beaten up in front of her. <laughs> so I only warned her about the swearing. So she saw the video, she was like, oh my God, I watched it and my heart was beating. I thought he was gonna attack you and this yeah. and that, right? And she's like, why didn't you tell me? I said, like, I don't know why I didn't tell you. I only mentioned yeah, yeah. the swearing, but I just told you what my mom
0: yeah.
1: is. I, d- I just completely forgot to mention the actual meat of the video. <laughs> people love self-deprecation.
0: Do you find that that's a genre of comedy that you get into or not really?
1: Well, you say you asked that. I mean, yeah, there's always a level of self. I mean, that clip was
0: self-deprecating
1: really because what I had essentially done is admitted on stage that I'm weak (laughs) compared to that guy and (laughs) he would have killed me, which is essentially the brunt of the joke, saying I could yeah. not stand up for myself against him. Look how big he is, right? Yeah. And that's the that's the the turnaround, right? The self, and even getting a crowd involved. That like, is everyone. Is like I'm weak. You're weak for watching. I'm not doing anything. I'm yeah. like we're all.
0: Yeah. We're,
1: you know. That's it.
0: And you've got to be able to. Take a joke if you want to make a joke. Because yeah, I feel like our first experience of humour is generally like we're in a group of friends and we've said something. They either find it funny or it's flipped onto us. Yes. and if your reaction is to like get up and start shouting, like you can't say that about me, you start getting excluded from those circles and for good reason. Because if you can make a joke but can't take it, then you know you're not a funny person to be around. But. Mm. That's why I think a lot of comedians have a, have a really good threshold for being mm. able to take a joke. Um, and I thought, do you know what, if you'd started making fun of him in that instance, I don't think it would have gone as well for you as it did. He had left, though. Yeah, so, really? Yeah,
1: he had left the room. So there was actually no danger in him doing anything to me. Yeah. But funny enough, that was my, my initial instinct, was to make fun of him. Yeah. But... A comedian told me once, his name was Russell Hicks, I think he's maybe the best mm-hmm. on the circuit at just off the cuff improvisation. It's yes. outrageous how good he is at doing that. It's yeah. next level. But he told me once, I think something like, like, your first instinct, whatever comes to your mind first in a lot of situations on stage is the wrong thing to say. Because the thing that comes to your mind first, comes to your mind first because it's the easy thing yeah. to do if that makes sense. So you know, when it came to my mind, I actually did pause. Mm-hmm. There was a few, obviously the video he leaves and it cuts. But actually between that cut, there's more space.
0: Yeah.
1: And there's the crowd talking amongst themselves for at least 50 seconds oh, before that's... I say anything. Yeah. I actually don't speak for a very long time. Obviously, I can't do that in the edit because it's a real, but I don't speak yeah. for a long time. And so he walks out and I'm just dead silent. And I'm just looking at the crowd, just doing facial expressions like, and the crowd are chatting amongst themselves. And then the crowd started cheering almost like, all right, go on. You know, yeah. And that's when it came to me. Oh no, 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 no. Turn it on them. Yeah, and yeah. And then just and then just go. And then it was just flowing. It was just thinking about that initial idea, if that makes sense. So yeah, man, it's 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 yeah, that that's it really. Just I don't know. Self deprecation. People people like that. There are people that take self deprecation. That's their brand. Yeah. Like they are. You know, it's not that's not me, I don't think. I'm not like sometimes I'm self-deprecating, but not it's not I wouldn't say it's I definitely wouldn't describe myself as a self-deprecating comedian I, at all.
0: Yeah, I think some people take it too far. Yeah.
1: So that is too much. It's like I'm one of you really. It's like, "Oh, Yeah,
0: well, it's you're getting paid to be here and I'm paid to. <laughs>
1: yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah. We're yeah.
0: built different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You've mentioned a few times advice you've gotten from other comedians and it's really interesting to me how much do you take on from your peers and how much you like this is just my style, take it or leave it?
1: Oh, I take a lot. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I have my style. In terms, like I said, my I wouldn't say it's a style, but like I've said multiple times before, it's like more. This is Bemmy's energy, you yeah, know. Yeah. When I'm on stage, the room must feel like this. Yeah, that's my thing more. So, however I get there, is yeah. how I get there. All I know is it needs to feel. Uh, it's the word I use, party atmosphere? Just like <laughs> it's yeah. a party, blah 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 blah. Just a good vibe in the room, but party, right? Like high energy, you know, for, for parties, I literally say that to myself. Yeah. Sometimes I literally go, party, 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 party.
0: Yes. I mean, blah, it's blah, blah, blah. fitting that we've got fireworks in the background. Yes,
1: we do. <laughs> <laughs> literally, party, party, party. But then at the same time, I do take from other comedians, like, especially when I was coming up a lot. Like I knew, I always knew the energy I wanted to be in the room. Well, not always, but quite early on. But initially, I didn't know how to do it. Yeah. So, like, there was a period where. I, I was just I'll go on stage and I'd be really loud. But like really loud and the same level of loud. (laughs) Just shouting at the crowd. Just shouting at the crowd. (laughs) Just shouting every word. It's like Right? Because it was almost like I knew I wanted high energy, but then I realized that's not. Yeah. You know, the more you did, the more you watch it. Okay, no, that's not how you do it. It's more you need more levels, up and down, and then talk normally. Okay, I can do it different ways. And then you watch people that you like. Um, then I've like some friends and coming up really close to we Write together, and then you start figuring stuff out. You know, it's so just develop. But yeah, I, t- I do hundred percent learn from mm-hmm. people for sure. Like, there will be stuff I do where I look and I go, "Oh, they're really good at doing that." Like, I mean, I used to not be really good at um starting bits. Yeah, like when I get into the meat of a bit, it'll be really good. But sometimes setting that initial premise,
0: yeah,
1: in a really clear and concise way. I used to find really difficult. It was my friend, Andrew Menzo, who's like really good at that. It's just really Mm -hmm. clear, really, really clear. Because he studied Chris Rock a lot. Chris Rock is the best at just, this is the premise. Yeah. This is the premise. And you repeat it throughout the whole joke. Yeah. You know, this is it. So then I just became better at doing that. I'm still learning to be the best at it. and But, that's, you know, something I picked up, if that makes sense, you know. Yeah. It's more just thinking, I'm very much like, oh, let me see what I'm not good at.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And if there's someone that is, that is good at it, let me see if I can.
0: Yes, take that from them a little bit.
1: Yeah, and then, obviously in my own way, I never want you to watch me and go, oh my God, they're doing, you would never know that. Yeah. But it's just more, you know, the skill and understanding, because there is technique yeah. to this a lot of the time.
0: And in my head, I separate comedy out almost into like engaging with the audience, the actual joke, mm. the way it's delivered. But also, I feel like a really underrated bit of comedy is how people move from joke to joke, right? Because otherwise, it's it's just a one-hour-long set about on a one reel, joke.
1: That is brilliant. What you just said, yeah, that's hundred. And actually, that is a current thing. Yeah, that I'm very actively working on. Yeah, how something goes from joke to joke. Like I'm literally. I've been talking with my mates about it in the last couple of weeks quite actively, especially now that I'm doing, I'm working towards doing an hour and stuff like that. Right. I need to know yeah. the, the how, how it flows. Right. For sure. That is a, you're right. That is a very underrated part of comedy. And there's some comedians that are just amazing. at it. Like, I mean, I was listening to a special recently. Um, called oh my god by uh cancelled louis ck um <laughs> <laughs> no nah, he's fine but no he's but, like it's yeah, uh, uh, old like, from like 2013 and you don't even realize when he moves joke yeah sometimes because it's so seamless but he has moved yeah and you're just like wow has it gone from ba, 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 ba? and i'm just listening to it i'm like this is insane yeah and now i'm like trying to learn how to do that better have jokes okay i've written about this i've written about this okay how can i connect like a puzzle make it all yeah fit and then then the audience goes on a journey and they're like oh wow he's going from this to that the the way the bits flow into each other because what you don't want a lot of the time is you might want it sometimes if it's intentional but a lot of time what you don't want is to do one joke and then transition very awkwardly into the next one because you almost kill your momentum the
0: vibe yeah
1: yeah it's almost like you're resetting when you don't need to
0: yeah, I, I find a lot of comedians, when they move from one, they just go, so, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, anyway. And I'm like, well,
1: yeah, 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 that's what I mean. That's what I mean, right? Sometimes, yeah, anyway, and it's just different. Yeah. Whereas, actually, if you can, just,
0: yeah. Mesh it through.
1: Yeah, very well observed, though. It's true. It's true. It it's makes a big difference. It's my
0: favorite bit of comedy. It's how I personally judge a comedian is, how are you going from mm. one to the other? And I think it's a real strength, because we can think of funny things to say. But the way to make it a performance, a storytelling performance, is that bit in the middle. I think it's really important. It is. Yeah. um, It has been incredible talking to you. Is there anything you wanted to shout out before our episode's over? Obviously, you've got another show coming up at the Top Secret Comedy Club. Yes. December 2nd? Yes. Amazing. Tickets are out right now, right?
1: Yeah. Free tickets.
0: Free tickets. Free, man. I'll be there.
1: Free, man. So cost a living, people. Come (laughs) true. Come with your (laughs) broadcasts. Come laugh, man.
0: Yeah. And uh, let me know any other shows you have. I'll show them. I'm a big fan of comedy. It's one of my favorite performances to watch. Uh, Light-hearted. You don't have to cry unless it's really, really bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, awesome. It's been great talking to you.
1: Thank you very much for having me. Thank
0: you, too.